$100 MBA show, your personal business coach every single day with our daily 10 minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of Webinar Ninja, an independent software company I started with my co-founder back in 2014. And today's episode is Free Ride Friday. On Fridays, we give away a lifetime membership to one of our programs. This week, we're giving away Easy Course, our 30-day course on how to build your own online course over at easycourse.co. It retails for $500, or you can win it for free. Just leave us an Apple Podcast rating and review. Listen in on Friday to see if you won. It's that easy. It's our way to say thanks for showing us love on Apple Podcasts. In today's lesson, you learn how to make more time for health and wellness. Many entrepreneurs really neglect their health and well-being. But the truth is, is that you need to be at your best so your company can be at your best. You're at the helm. You're leading the team. You're making all the big decisions. The decisions you make will directly impact the success or failure of your business. And what will affect those decisions, will affect your performance, is how you feel. What you can and cannot do. Your stamina. Your ability to go at it every single day with energy. But this doesn't happen by accident. You have to plan to make sure you are healthy, that you are well, that you fortify yourself so you can build your business in the long term and not just sprint and burn out. And I know what you're thinking, Omar, I am working a job. I'm maybe even building my business on the side. I don't have time to hit the gym or run or do yoga or meditation or whatever you're suggesting. How can I do this? Well, that's what today's lesson's about. I'm going to show you how. I'm going to show you some very simple strategies you can implement today, not tomorrow, but today to help improve your health and wellness and make you a better entrepreneur because of it. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from NHTSA. It can happen so easily. You're out with your friends or coworkers. You're putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. It's time to go and for a moment you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you're a good driver. You live nearby and you can make it home okay. What are the odds of you getting pulled over? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? You lose your license? You lose your job? You total your car? You kill someone? It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. Drive sober or get pulled over. Today's topic is how to make more time for your health and wellness. Here's the truth. You can't make more time, but you can allocate more time. See, the thing is that we are all given the same amount of time every single day. We're all given 24 hours. How we use that 24 hours is up to us. Now, we all got a lot to do. We all have responsibilities, but you got to look at your 24 hours like a hand that you're dealt. How are you going to use those hours? Not every hour is created equal. How you use an hour, for one thing, can actually get you two hours in return or net you a positive ROI. A simple example of this is that if I spend two hours writing a blog post and publishing it on my blog, that's going to generate more traffic to my site and more customers than if I spent that two hours scrolling through Instagram. Same two hours, but I'm investing that time in a different way to get a different result. So I want to show you how to 
use your 24 hours, how to prioritize your time and allocate some time to health and wellness so you can get a return on investments. You can actually get time back and I'll show you how to do it. Now, I want to start by saying I didn't actually believe this works until I actually tried it. You have to just try it. Okay, you just got to blindly trust this, suspend disbelief for just a moment and just do it. So before I get into the strategies, let me define what I mean by health and wellness, okay? When I say health, I'm talking about just being healthy physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, okay? You need to enrich your life in those areas to be healthy. It's very simple. And wellness is just feeling good, okay? Because you could feel good because of exercise, but you also could feel good because you're grateful, you feel positive, you have a smile on your face, you're content, okay? This is how I define health and wellness, feeling well, feeling content. These two things are going to dramatically impact your life and your business as a result. So how do we incorporate activities that will keep us healthy and well? Now, I'm not a doctor, right? I'm not a dietitian. My mom actually is a dietitian, but I'm not a dietitian. But I'm going to tell you what has worked for me, okay? I actually have done three things that has made the most impact on my life, okay? I've tried a lot of different things. Some things make an impact, but not a dramatic impact. Don't really actually help me too much. But these three things I'm going to share with you are actually going to help you tremendously. And they actually don't take too much time. And I'm going to ask you to trust me in where to get even that time, that little time that you're going to dedicate to these three things. The first thing is you're going to get your mind right. I really believe that having strong mental health is the core of being healthy in all areas. Why? Because if your mind's right, you're going to think right. You're going to make the right decisions. You're not going to allow your emotions to overtake you and influence the way you act. Basically, if you start your day with the right mindset, it's going to lead you down the right path. It's going to allow you to do the things you need to do to be successful. So I think it's really important to start your day setting up your mindset properly. Let's start with what you're not going to do, and then I'm going to tell you what to do. Okay, number one, do not start your day with any outside content like social, like the news, like messages. Don't touch your phone, don't touch the TV, don't do anything for at least the first 30 minutes of your day. You don't want any inputs. As soon as you put inputs that can negatively impact you, it's going to set the day off wrong. And the thing about media is that you don't have control over what you're going to be exposed to. You open up uh, Instagram, you don't know what your feed is going to show you. It's going to show you something that can delight you, yes, but it, there's a good chance you're going to see something that's going to make you angry. So don't expose yourself to any media, any content that you have no control over for the first 30 minutes, okay? Now, what do you do? Well, I highly recommend that you journal. I'm talking about while you're in bed. As soon as you open your eyes, I literally have my journal right next to my bed. I wake up and I start journaling. Now, a lot of people have a hard time journaling. They just don't know what to write. They don't know what to say. Uh, it's a hard habit to keep because of the ambivalence of it all. So I have a solution for you. And I was just like that. And one of the best ways to journal is to use the five-minute journal. No, this is not a sponsored spot or something like that. It's just something that works for me. You could buy this on Amazon. You could buy this on their site. The five-minute journal is one of the best ways to get into journaling. And basically, the five-minute journal is exactly what it sounds like. You're going to journal a little bit, about three minutes or so uh, in the morning, and then about two minutes at night. So your day is sandwiched with positivity. 
Now, you don't have to think about what to write because it tells you what to write. It tells you to answer a few questions about what you're grateful for and what would make today amazing and writing down an affirmation that will remind you that you're in control. I literally get up, pick up my journal. I take two or three minutes to fill out my morning routine in the five-minute journal, and then I put it down. This sets my day up in such a great way. It reminds me I choose how I think. I choose how I start my day and how I perceive the world. So I want to make sure I set it myself right, and I recommend you use the five-minute journal to do that. I then get up, and then I go ahead and brush my teeth, and I start my day at my breakfast, and then you know, you can do whatever you like then. Some people like to read, some people like watching sports, whatever it is, but set yourself up the right way from the start. This is going to help your mental health, your emotional health. This is going to really, really make a difference. Trust me. So there you have it. Journaling is the first thing and you're going to do the journaling every day. Same thing with the second and third thing I'm going to share with you. Every single day you're going to do this. Okay, don't skip. doesn't matter if you're on vacation, do it anyway. If you're not feeling good, do it anyway. You're having a tough day, do it anyway. This is something you have to do. The second thing is you have to do some physical activity every day. See, the interesting thing about exercise or physical activity is it just doesn't work. And I've just really, really did a lot of experimentation in this area. It does not work when you do it inconsistently. If you say to yourself only three days a week or four days a week or two days a week, it's very easy to get off the train when you don't do something every single day. When you do something every single day, it becomes a habit and you can't do without it. That's what you want to do. You want to form good habits. So it's actually better for you to do less physical activity every day, but do it every day, okay? And this could be anything, but just something that gets your heart rate up, something that gets you moving, something that makes you feel like, okay, I need to take a shower, okay? Even if it's just a brisk walk in the park, even if it's just popping on a YouTube video and doing a yoga routine, This is probably one of the hardest things for people to do, but once you do it, it's going to change your life. You're going to feel good. You're going to love the way you feel. You're going to feel better about everything. It's going to increase your energy levels. You're going to sleep better. You're going to need to sleep less. It's going to do miracles for you because it's a part of your daily routine. I actually learned this from my uncle, my dad's brother, his eldest brother, and he does physical activity or some sort of exercise every single day since he was a teenager. My uncle is 99 years old. He still does his stretches in the morning, does a bit of physical activity. This works, guys. You know, I'm sure there's other factors involved, but this helped him big time. So find something that you love to do that's physical. So if you love to shoot hoops, shoot some hoops. If you love playing tennis, play some tennis. If you have bad weather and you can't play tennis, get a Nintendo Wii and start playing tennis at home. It doesn't matter. You got to figure it out. You got to do something every single day that gets your body moving, no matter what. Even if you had a long day, and I have to force myself to do this, I had a long day. It's like six o'clock. It's seven o'clock. I got to eat dinner. I'm about to go to bed. I don't have time to work out. The day just went by. I take 20 minutes and I figure it out. I run around the block and come back. I do a few resistant band thingies. I do some push-ups and sit-ups, whatever. Get 20 minutes in every day, at least. And you can do more if you'd like. Third thing, I'm not a nutritionist. I can't give you a diet. Everybody's different. Everybody's needs are different. But there's one thing that every nutritionist, any dietitian is going to tell you you should do that's going to help you feel better, 
that's going to help you sleep better, that's going to allow you to avoid headaches, it's going to allow you to recover from uh, any kind of exercise, and just generally feel better, no matter who you are, and that's drinking water. I know that sounds very basic, but you need to drink around three liters of water a day. Most of us, if we just took a look at how much water we drink normally without being conscious of it, it's nowhere near that. Some people will drink less than a cup of water a day, like eight ounces. But three liters is really the sweet spot. For women, it could be a little bit less. They say it's 2.7, and for men, it's 3.7 liters. But as a rule of thumb, three liters is pretty good. Now, it's not going to be easy for you to drink three liters tomorrow, but you can work your way up. Meaning, if you're not drinking any water, then drink half a liter a day. And then next week, drink a liter. And the week after that, you get it, one and a half liters. Until you get to that mark of two and a half liters if you're a woman, three liters if you're a man, Three liters is actually what I try to aim for, but I'm 6'5", and three liters is not easy. I have to be conscious of it. I have a water bottle with me that I know is a liter, and I need to drink three of those every day. And one of the things that I do is I actually take a look at the time every day. If I am only at the one liter mark, meaning I only drank one liter uh, so far during the day, and it's 3 p.m., I'm behind. I should be drinking more water. Now, obviously, this is going to make you go to the bathroom, okay? But that's okay. Just get used to that. It's a little bit of an inconvenience, but you got to do it. So it flushes your system. It gets rid of the toxins. It really cleans you out. For me, I find that it really helps me with just feeling better overall, giving me more energy, uh, allowing me to really think clearly. It really helps me avoid getting headaches. Anytime I have a headache is probably because I'm not drinking enough water. So every day, work towards that goal, two and a half to three liters every day. You could do this. These are simple things that you can do. Now, how to make time for it, that's what I'll talk about next. But before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Support for today's show comes from Huntington Learning Center. Want to be your own boss in the fast-growing $20 billion tutoring industry? Want to help kids? Then become a Huntington Learning Center franchisee. As a Huntington Learning Center franchisee, you join the nation's number one K-12 tutoring and test prep provider with a proven system that works. Huntington franchise owners earn 46% more in revenue than their closest competitor. The Huntington Advantage includes low startup expenses and an award-winning team dedicated to your success. No education experience needed. In today's environment, the need for tutoring has never been greater. Take the next step, learn how you can join Huntington and have a lucrative and rewarding future. Call Huntington today at 1-800-653-8400 or visit HuntingtonFranchise.com. Again, call 1-800-653-8400. All right, so how do you make time to do the five-minute journal? To exercise at least 20 minutes every single day and make sure I'm drinking water. Be mindful. Now, the water part is not going to take much time. You just got to be mindful. You got to have it on your desk. You don't really need to carve out time. You just need to be conscious of it. You can set alarms on your phone. This really helps me. So like I have an alarm at different times of the day, like at 10 a.m. and then at 1 p.m. and then at 6 p.m. to remind me, okay, I should be at one liter, two liters, three liters by then. So that just takes, you know, maybe five minutes to sit up on your phone and you're good to go. Let's talk about the journaling. The five-minute journal literally takes five minutes in total, three minutes in the morning, two minutes at night. 
So this is super insignificant, five minutes. So you really don't need to factor this in. You can even just wake up five minutes earlier and that's not gonna really make a difference on your alarm, but there you go. The exercise, 20, 30 minutes a day. The easiest way to do this is just to put it on your calendar. Just see it as an appointment that you have to attend to every single day, just like any other appointment, like a meeting you have. I do this and it works great. I actually do it when I have a lull in my day where I'm feeling a little bit low energy, uh, like around 3 p.m., I like to do this. Uh, my goal really is to do exercise, shower, and end my day because um, I wake up quite early. I wake up around 5.30, sometimes 4.30 if I have early meetings. So by 3 o'clock, you know, I'm pretty much done and I'm ready just to blow off some steam with some exercise and then go ahead, take a shower, and wrap up my day. That works for me. You can find time that works for you in your calendar. Now, you might be saying, Omar, I'm super, super tight. I don't have any time in my calendar. Where do I get these 30 minutes or these 20 minutes to exercise? First thing I'm going to say is question that, that you're super busy and you have zero time. Do you have 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there you can carve out? Whether it's you watching another show on Netflix at night or whether it's hitting that snooze button in the morning or whether it's even taking the full hour to have lunch, whatever it is. There's always some time you can carve out from your calendar to get 20 to 30 minutes. If you are totally spent, I would literally tell you, get up 30 minutes earlier and do the exercise in the morning because you're going to need less sleep when you exercise. You're going to have more energy. Trust me, when I exercise even more than 30 minutes a day, say, for example, for a week, I spend an hour exercising every day. In that week, I just wake up earlier than my alarm because I don't need to sleep that much. more. Ultimately, you are making an investment. Invest this very little time to do these three little things and you're gonna get back so much more. Give it a try, start today. There is nothing holding you back, you can do this. By the way, the five minute journal, there's an app. You don't even have to wait for delivery for the book. I like the physical book, but you can get the app. Go ahead and start with the app, super simple. That wraps up today's lesson, but today's episode's not over, it's Free Ride Friday. Let's see who won this week's free ride. And the winner is Perfect Black 999. That's the handle on Apple Podcasts. Perfect Black says, best thing to listen to in the morning, five stars. Thunder on BA podcast is a great resource for those who are starting a business and those who have one established. I just launched my first ebook and I am actively using the strategies shared on this podcast. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Perfect Black 999, for that great review. Your mission is to email me over at omar at 100mba.net so I can hook you up with the lifetime membership to Easy Course over at easycourse.co. If you want to win a free ride, just leave us an Apple Podcast rating and review when you enter our weekly random draw we call Free Ride Friday. Listen in on Friday just like you did today to see if you won. That's simple. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. I'm going to give you a bonus tip, a bonus thing. If you want to go above and beyond, if you're that kind of person that is an overachiever and you want to go above and beyond the three things I shared with you, here's something that I think has helped me over the years tremendously. Spending some time, even if that time is just 10 minutes a day, reading. Reading a book, fiction, nonfiction, it doesn't matter. Reading does incredible things for your mind. It clears your mind. It allows you to be more creative. It really allows you to picture things in your head and figure things out. And it just helps you be a better thinker. This is just the facts. It increases your knowledge, increases your love of knowledge. And it's just a fantastic habit to have. Even if it's 10 minutes before you go to bed or while you're eating your breakfast, you can carve in 10 minutes easily. I love reading. And I want to tell you, I wasn't always like this. 
I probably would read less than a book a year until I got to the age of maybe 21. When I was younger, I just didn't enjoy it. I just found a book that I enjoyed reading and that led me to my love of reading. Somebody once said this great quote, I can't remember who, but they said, read what you love until you love to read. Even if that's a trashy novel, enjoy it. It's all good. Thanks so much for listening and I'll check you in Monday's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.